Episode number 265, Church Visitor Gift Ideas with Ryan Wakefield, part one. Let's do it. This is the definitive podcast for helping you plan, create, and execute dynamic worship experiences at your church. Useful, practical content in the areas of production, worship, communications, first impressions, and more. This is Making Sunday Happen. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This week's episode of the show is brought to you by our friends at Tithely. Now, most prefer texting over phone calls, emails, and direct mail. And with Tithely messaging, you can connect with your church community in a way that they prefer. 95% of texts are read within the first three minutes of sending that text. So you can create awareness for your message or event. You can encourage guests to return for another visit or get involved in your church. For more information, you can visit tithe.ly to learn more. That's tithe, T-I-T-H-E dot L-Y to get started. On this week's episode of the show, we welcome my friend Ryan Wakefield from Church Marketing University. Ryan does an incredible job at CMU helping churches with their marketing plan and helping them retain first-time guests. Today, Ryan and I will be talking about some great church visitor gift ideas. Now, this interview was recorded several months ago as we shifted our podcast calendar all around due to COVID. Uh, So just be aware of that. Uh, If we mention something that might not pass your safety protocols uh, as you're welcoming people back to your church, just be aware that this interview was recorded a few months ago. So we'll be covering this material this week and next week on the podcast. So lots to learn from Ryan. So we'll go ahead and get started with part one of my interview with Ryan Wakefield right after this. Check this out. Getting someone's attention isn't easy. Your church and community are swimming in a sea of information. Whether you're trying to reach someone at home or work, on a phone, tablet, or laptop, throughout the week, or sitting in your worship service, the best way to do this is with a text or email. Say hello to Tithely Messaging. Tithely Messaging is a church texting and email tool. With Tithely Messaging, you can connect with people in the way they prefer. Think about it. Text messages have a whopping 98% open rate. And according to several different studies, most people would rather receive an email than a phone call. Need to make a quick announcement? Send a text. Want to connect with first-time guests? Make it convenient for them with a text or email. Does your church community need pastoral care? Tidely Messaging makes it easy for people to share prayer requests, join a small group, or ask for help. From your first interaction to building lasting relationships, Tithely Messaging will help you reach more people, connect with first-time guests, and engage your church like never before. Hey guys, today I welcome Ryan Wakefield to the podcast. Ryan served as a pastor and creative director at James River Church. He's also the co-founder of Church Marketing University. CMU helps churches reach their community uh, in new ways. Ryan, we've uh, we've known each other from a distance, but now we're finally connecting. So I'm excited about it, man. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about this. I hear fantastic things about you. I know we've got really good mutual friends, and so uh, it's awesome to be a part of your podcast. Yeah, so I have a little bit in my budget that when I just pay people to say <laughs> good things. 
Um, so it's, it's all part of my scheme. My plan. I love it. Super smart. <laughs> I'm going to adopt that. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Thank you, man. Um, all right. So before we get rolling, give us a little bit of your background. Tell us about yourself and, and about, uh, CMU and what you guys do over there. Yeah, CMU really started out of a church plant journey. So I was a creative director, also a church consultant. And then there was a group of us out of James River Church that kind of had this crazy idea to go start a church in Kansas City. Um, so I moved up to be a part of the lead team, Pastor Scott Obrimsky, the lead pastor. And uh, there was, I don't know, about 70 of us that moved from Springfield, Missouri to into Kansas City. And uh, man, Summit Park Church started in the fall of 2013, and we've seen God do some incredible things. The church has grown to close to 2,000 people, a couple campuses over the last um, six years plus. So it's been a crazy journey. But out of that journey, man, one of the things that I wanted to do when it came to starting the church was take the, what the business world does all the time when it comes to marketing. And all the tools that they use and the Facebook ads and social and uh, all the all the fun things and be like, would this work to help a church reach into a community? Hmm. So that was a little bit of my interest in partly uh, with the with the church plant. And then we started to see God, and I know this sounds crazy, but in a crazy cool way, use all these tools not to make a business millions of dollars, but to help a local church reach a community with the gospel. And so, man, I got pretty passionate about it, got pretty fired up. And the church planning world's a pretty tight circle. So other church planners were like, hey, can you help us launch? And can you help us reach into our community? And so I started doing that kind of uh, with multiple churches throughout the Midwest. And then it just got too much. So I thought, well, what if I can put these in kind of these ideas into courses? And we had a dream to help a thousand church churches with this, the kind of with church marketing. And uh, within the first three and a half years, we've, we've seen over a thousand churches jump on board with us. And it, it's just blown my mind what God has done through this. And I know some church leaders will hear the words church and marketing together and get a little bit queasy. <laughs> but trust me, we, we love Jesus. We focus on the Bible. We preach the gospel. And really, we just look at marketing in terms of tools to help start new relationships with people in our community. So that's all, all we're doing, and, and we're trying to train churches. How do you use these tools to get more visitors each and every week? So that's a little bit of my journey, and that's kind of yeah. what led us to talking today. Yeah, so tell me about the – you guys have courses, and I can sign up. It's like an op- open enrollment every – is it once a year, once every uh, – a couple times a year? How does it work? Yeah, twice a year, spring and fall, we will open enrollment uh, for like two weeks. And then after that enrollment's closed, then we go to work with those churches that jump on board. So we'll start, we've got a really aggressive 10-week foundations course. That's like for every single church that's jumping on board, we're going to get the key things of your marketing system down because I see a lot of churches trying to do all these like fun, shiny things like let's go do Facebook ads or let's jump on a TikTok and they're chasing the latest and greatest, which I love. I love new ideas. I love new things. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if you don't have your foundations in place, what you'll get is very frustrated. You'll be like, why is it working for that church? And that church is, you know, they spent $100 in Facebook ads and got all these new families. Like, why does that not work for us? And it's more often uh, because that church had their foundations. They had put the hard work in um, to get the key things right, you know, like their website, their Google My Business, their digital location, uh, some good reviews, um, some basic search engine optimization stuff. So we start every church off now, like, okay, guys, the next 10 weeks, man, we're going to go to work on your foundation. And then after that 10 weeks, you kind of graduate into, you know, what if you want to do some more advanced stuff, great, jump into the deep end and go for it. 
Um, but but that, yeah, twice a year, 10 weeks foundations course. And then we've got 30 other courses and conferences that they can jump into after that. That's awesome, man. Well, you guys are doing a great job for the church. Um, and uh, uh, us at 1230. So this is kind of where we we overlap. Um, you you guys kind of come from a marketing bent and and kind of lead us into uh, reaching my community and lead us into the worship experience. And we kind of pick it up there as far as what we do yeah. for the church. Um, and so we're all about the worship experience. And what we mean by that is the journey that we're taking the audience on from parking lot to parking lot. Okay. So one thing I, I really want to talk to you today about is that first impressions um, group or team. So when a visitor comes, what are they experiencing first before they walk into the main room for the worship service? Yeah. Okay. Because honestly, if they have a bad experience there, it, it affects the whole experience. And it so puts, true. Puts their, uh, it puts a, a taste uh, in their mouth. So Talk to me about the importance of that team um, and the importance of making a good first impression. Yeah, man, it is huge. In in both of our worlds, uh, both elements play off each other and feed each other. And we realized very quickly early on that Church Marketing University creates a problem for churches. And the problem is we get you visitors and now it's like, okay, we've got to take care of these visitors well. And yeah. there's nothing worse in the marketing world to driving people to a product and the product being bad because that's going to kill your marketing. Like word of mouth is huge and great marketing, uh, especially when we talk about church marketing, should only feed personal evangelism, uh, friends inviting friends and family. But if the, if the experience is terrible and when people come, they do not have a good connection, they do not have a great first impression, the church is not welcoming, there's no hospitality, man, doesn't matter how hard you push on the marketing levers you are going nowhere. So we quickly realized we've got to, we help churches a little bit in, in that kind of the first impressions because we knew um, they've got to shepherd this opportunity well, which is why I love talking with you because you guys like you guys own that whole area, that whole experience. So I think this is a perfect overlap. But if, if a church is going to get serious about marketing, probably even before you start doing that, getting all your guest experience and your hospitality and your first impression system dialed in is going to help you. That way, when God sends you families, you you really take care of them in, in a way that honors God and gives the, those people a great experience so they can hear the gospel presentation without a whole bunch of barriers and obstacles, and they can get connected in community in, in a very um, positive way. So yeah. I think I think we've got a huge overlap there, and I think we've got a lot of stuff that we could talk about uh, when it comes to that. Yeah, so I want to kind of get specific and talk about uh, one specific aspect of the of the first impression, and that is the gift. Okay, yep. so we we have this. Uh, you know, churches handle this in different ways. Uh, maybe they're in the worship service and they say, "If it's your first time with us, go to our green room, guest services room, blue room, whatever it is, and pick up your first time gift. We have a gift for you, and you're going to go and you're going to pick it up there and you're going to talk with somebody." So what what I want to do is talk through a strategy of the best way to do that and maybe some of the best gifts to give that would make the the biggest impact on a first-time guest or visitor to your church. So maybe walk me through what you guys have discovered to be a great strategy uh, with that. 
Yeah. And two huge disclaimers right up front. Uh, number one is we have a whole guide that goes along yeah. with this. So if at any point your audience wants to jump over to your show notes, uh, we'll make the PDF available. They can go through that with us. So I understand some of them are going to be in the car driving, but when you get back to the office, man, look at this guide, or if you're in the office, go ahead and look at it because you can kind of w- walk through it as you're listening to this episode. So that's yes. a huge disclaimer. Number one, get the guide. The huge disclaimer. Number two is a, a church gift is really a symptom. And here's what I mean by that. You want to start off with kind of your bigger mindset. And I would say two huge things. Number one, at, at Summit Park Church, one of our core values and one of our kind of brand statements is we wanted church to be the highlight of people's week. Uh, another thing that you would hear us say a lot in those early days and even now is we wanted people's experience at Summit Park Church to be the most friendly, hospitable over-the-top welcoming experience uh, that they got their entire week. So um, if they were interacting with all these other brands, when it came to their interaction with Summit Park, they'd be like, oh my word, that was my favorite part of the week. That was the most hospitable, most welcoming, most over-the-top, crazy friendly experience of my entire week. So that was kind of our like brand uh, statement and core value. And the second thing that goes along with this is with the gift is the gift is really just a part of the strategy, what we're trying to accomplish. So right. if, when you're going and you're thinking about your church and should we do a gift? If so, what should that gift be? What should our strategy of giving it to the visitor be? It needs to be under the context of what are you trying to accomplish? And hopefully for most churches, they're trying to accomplish that idea of we want when people come to our church that they say, they, they, they walk away and they may say, man, I don't know if I believe everything that I heard today, but I can't argue that that was the most hospitable place that I've ever encountered. And so a gift is just a part of that experience and a part of that strategy. So that's, I, I'm a big strategy person. So a lot of what I'll talk about when it comes to gift is not necessarily like, is it a mug? Is it pins? Is it a bag? Is it coffee? Is it a gift card? Is it a donation to a benevolence, a local charity? Like there's all sorts of things and you'll see those all in the guide. It, I think bigger than the gift is what is the strategy and what are the core values that are surrounding that? And if you get those right, the gift uh, makes a bigger difference for the visitor and the overall strategy. It's not just like, oh, we're just giving everybody a coffee mug when right. they come. So hmm. I think those are the two big things. Any, and I want to hear your thoughts on this too. Like, since I mean, this is I know your your world. So, um, what is your thought when it comes to even should a church be giving a gift? Yeah, I think so. I think it makes a great first impression. I think it also, let's say a T-shirt, for instance. Okay, so if you're given a T-shirt. This one, uh, you're going to wear a free T-shirt. My wife loves free, free T-shirts. Yeah. No matter what it is, get, get the T-shirt. Okay, And so she's going to wear that in the community at the basketball game, at, the, at our kids' stuff. And, you know, so at one, it's going to be brand recognition throughout the community. So that's, yep. that's a huge deal, I think. So even if it's a mug, you know, even if I'm in a Zoom meeting and I'm taking a sip, and I, like you just did actually, yeah. and there's a, there's a icon on there, boom, brand recognition. So uh, I think that that's, even if it's subconscious and then the psyche, and it's not all about, you know, having the name recognition for the church. That's not what it's all about, but it does create feeling. Brand is going to create a feeling. So yeah. if I see a t-shirt, 
with a certain church name on it, you know, there's a there's a camaraderie there with other people that go to that church or that have seen that church, just like a sports team would be kind of thing. So yeah. I think that's my opinion on that is, yes, give a gift. And yes, it makes a great first impression to uh, to gift people with things. Yeah. Let's well, let's take your example of like the T-shirt because we found in our our study of churches, uh, T-shirt was a pretty big popular gift that a lot of the major we we looked at a lot of the major brand names mm-hmm. and you'll see that in the guide. Um, and side note too, we also wanted to ask where are you getting these ordered from? Uh, how much does it cost? So we put right. all that in there as well to make your job easy. If that's if you've been tasked with, hey, go find us a great <laughs> gift. All that's in the guide. But that T-shirt, let's take it as an example to give your audience really specific things to process through and to make this real world of what are we really talking about um, when it comes to the strategy. So here are some things we we noticed for churches that were using t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, Summit Park Church, <laughs> we have a t-shirt, but we use it as a gift for second time visitors. So we've got a visitor tent, we give a, a gift week one, and then week two is like, hey, come back here and we've got a t-shirt for you. Just stop back by this tent type deal. So that's another idea of a strategy that utilizes gifts. So it's more than just a t-shirt. It's more like, hey, the point of this is trying to get a repeat visitor. We saw some churches that do a t-shirt, but instead of branding the t-shirt about the church, they brand the t-shirt about the city. I thought that was super Mm -hmm. cool because Mm -hmm. that plays into their core value of we are for the city. So it's less about the church and it's more about the city. And so their gift is an authentic reflection of that core value. And, and that mm-hmm. really played into their brand and what they're trying to communicate. So it, every time you're going to experience their first impressions or guest experience, it, it's a reinforcement of the brand. And then the yeah. brand recognition was another one um, that a lot of churches, why they love um, T-shirts. And you pointed that out because, you know, everybody's out, you know, even if you're not going to wear it out and about as your go-to shirt, you know, I'm out mowing my lawn and, you know, and everybody's t-shirt type stuff, you know? So, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of great reasons, but hopefully that gives your audience like very concrete. Okay. I see that how you take a gift, but how it it needs to be more than that needs to either be a part of the strategy or part of the core value or the churches that were doing it really well, they were checking all those boxes. It was a great strategy play. It was a great core value play, great marketing play, uh, and great guest experience play. So the, the visitor was happy, the church got brand recognition, core value was reinforced, and the strategy experience went really, really well. Yeah. I know that Jeff Henderson has a big talk on his four Gwinnett yep. uh, talk. I don't know if you've heard that, um, but uh, it, where it's reinforcing that that core value. Um, that's a great talk if, if uh, you guys want to go listen to that. Um, again, we want you to pick up this, uh, this guide. It's called the Ultimate Guest a Gift Guide for Churches, um, and it'll be in the show notes. And the reason why we're, we're pushing this is because we want to give you practical tools um, to use. So this guide, I love how you guys laid it out. So I want to get into um, some of that, uh, kind of some of the specifics here. Okay, so yep. you guys researched um, a, a, a big list of churches. Um, big and small, different different sizes on what they do for their gifts. So maybe what did you guys find as some of the best church gift ideas? I don't know if you we can yeah. rank them or what, what did you find was the most effective as you guys researched it? Well, a couple of things, and you I, you would be familiar with this, and I think your audience will too, is we're all in these Facebook groups where we see the same questions coming up over and over again. And one of the things that we notice is like every like two weeks, 
in our Facebook group, this question kept popping up. Hey, what are you guys doing for gifts? So what we started to do is we started to look at the best ideas and start reaching out to those churches and get more information and put all this together. So now that every time that question's asked, we're like, hey, we've done go. all that research for you. Here's the guide. Um, and then a huge shout out to the churches that are part of these groups because we crowdsourced all this information. Right. Um, and we're we're constantly adding to this because we're constantly seeing these great ideas pop up that churches weren't doing a year ago. So you don't get a version of the guide, but we'll also be releasing new versions coming out uh, here pretty soon. But uh, to your point, as far as some of the most popular ones, and maybe I might default to some of the ones I like, because in the guide, we talked about the t-shirts, um, Red Rocks Church out of Colorado. They do some really cool gifts. They've got uh, some nice swag, like a cool bag. Uh, a lot of churches do like mugs. Um, you know, they offer like a, a different kind of water bottle type deal, which I think is cool. Um, and then they also have like a, uh, we saw this a lot too, uh, like kind of trendy notebooks. Um, you know, were kind of cool. That was popular. And especially like Red Rocks Church, man, their brand and their team is so on point. So like they're the cool kids. So like mm -hmm. you can tell that in their, in their swag. So it definitely was on point. Um, for, for them and their church. We saw other churches like River Valley Church, you know, where they would give um, things, again, out of the overflow of who their church is. So they're huge when it comes to worship. They produce a lot of their own music. So you'll see that in their guest gift is they're trying to connect the dots between the visitors and then like who the church is. So they're giving away some of their uh, worship songs to, to visitors. That was a pretty cool one that was unique uh, to them. And then um, I give another shout out to Guts Church out of Oklahoma. Uh, they do these boxes. So, and and I don't want your audience to be thinking, oh, these sound really expensive or these sound like yeah. only the big church could do these because, you know, surprisingly enough, we found that the average gift cost, I think it was right between three and four dollars. Yeah, um, right so, around three $3.42, $3.42 a person. Yeah. So there's a lot of affordable things and there's a lot of things that maybe look more expensive than they actually are. If you buy them in bulk or if you get a little bit creative and Guts Church would be one of these because they have a they have a box, a cardboard box, but it's branded, you know, so it's got welcome on the top. It's got their value statement when you open the box. Um, and then inside the box, they've filled it with some goodies. So like some candies and stuff, which again, very affordable, but it's like a cool little surprise and delight. And then they've got a next steps card in the box as well. So a lot of these, you'll keep seeing this idea of on point with their brand. And then it's also very strategic of it's not just a gift, but there's some sort of uh, leaning into, okay, what are we asking people to do next? And this gift is a little part of that strategy. So are we asking people to go somewhere so we can get the chance to meet them? Like our connections team can get, uh, you know, face to face. Is it driving people to what we're asking them to do next? Um, so, you know, Guts Church really did a good job with that as well. So some of those are some of the my favorite ones inside the guide. You're in ministry because you love to see God transform lives. And that's why you're also going to love the Church Marketing Conference coming up on September 29th and 30th. The focus of this free online training event is to help your church build out a 12-month marketing plan. We're bringing in church leaders who passionately love Jesus to help build your plan and then show you how to implement it so your church can share the good news with more people in your community than ever before. Get your free ticket today and together with God's leading, let's make heaven more crowded. The show notes for this episode are available now at makingsundayhappen.com. 
Be sure to check out the free church marketing conference this week. So if you're catching this podcast on the day that it's released, the conference is tomorrow, September 29th and 30th. So hoping you can catch it in time. Next week on the podcast, I welcome Ryan back for the second half of our conversation. We'll be continuing our discussion on the best church visitor gift ideas for your church. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show this week. If we can help you with anything at all related to your worship experience, whether that is custom graphics, custom video, uh, ready-made graphics and video, or training to make your worship experiences better, please reach out to us uh, and our team. You can find us online at 1230.media. You are listening to the number one church media and production podcast in the country. Go out there and create some incredible worship experiences this weekend. I'll catch you next week. Making Sunday Happen is a production of the Ministry of 1230 Media. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your church, visit makingsundayhappen.com.